Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me today on this very first intro episode of the Adventure Games Podcast episode zero, if you will. On this episode, I just wanted to give a very brief overview of the podcast and say why I set it up and what I hope to achieve and what I hope you guys, the listeners, will get out of it. So first, a little bit about me. I'm short at bar. I'm from Ireland, and I've been playing adventure games for nearly 20 years. My first adventure game that I played was Broken Sword Shadow the Templars, and that got me hooked on the adventure genre. And since then, I've been playing as many adventure games as I could. So the LucasArts back catalogue, I recently went through most of the main Sierra games. And I've always wanted to get involved in some way. I was very frustrated when I was in college that I couldn't do more to help because there weren't as many adventure games back then. Now the genre is thriving, you could say. There are many adventure games being made. But it's still very difficult for adventure game developers to really stand out and get their name out. And so I wanted to give adventure game developers a place to talk about their games, talk about their careers and you know what makes their games unique. And just say anything that they want about their game just and get to know them a little bit. And I also want to give adventure game players a chance to listen to adventure game developers talk about their games and so we can maybe find out what games might interest us more and also my ultimate objective would be to try to appeal to people who don't play uh, that many adventure games so now the reason that i want to do this is that i believe the adventure genre can appeal to most people uh, more so than any other genre in, in games and the reason is because adventure games you know, combine stories and puzzles and characters so if you like stories if you like puzzles if you like watching films and reading comics and books and watching tv series and i'm sure you like at least one of those things then i believe there will be something for you in the adventure genre so if uh, if i can get people who don't usually play adventure games to listen to the podcast and maybe try out some of the games that we will discuss, then that would be amazing. Uh, so that's really it. I have spoken to a few adventure game developers already who were kind enough to give me their time and I had great discussions with them. They are really, really passionate and I could really feel that from... The interviews I had with them, they will be uploaded very soon. So the first episode, first full episode, will be uploaded on January the 4th. And that will include my interview with none other than Francisco Gonzalez. We talk about his career, his games that he's made, and games he likes playing. And I had a great time talking to him, and I'm sure you guys will enjoy the interview as well. So... Uh, in the meantime, uh, I will give a snippet of my interview with Francisco, which will kind of give you a taste of, of the interview and what to expect. 
Um, yeah, so here it is. Uh, enjoy. You mentioned a few games that, that you were involved in. Very briefly, you said you started King uh, Reality on the Norm series. Mm. Could you tell us what that series was about? Sure, yeah. Reality on the Norm was pretty much a crowdsourced adventure game project that was actually created by Ben Croshaw, who most people might know as Yahtzee from Zero Punctuation. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. And the idea was that it was... Well, I don't know if project's the right word to use. I mean, it was basically, the idea was they created, you know, amongst a few people, they created this town called Reality on the Norm, and it was sort of this weird English generic town that was kind of like Royston Vasey from the League of Gentlemen in a way, sort of preceding okay. that. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, the idea was that the art style was very basic, and the character sprites and the, the the character sprites and backgrounds, the art was very basic. So the idea was that even if you didn't really have many art skills, anybody could just draw something in MS Paint or something and, and make a game. And it was a shared world and shared characters. So, you know, if one person created a character, another person could make a game using that character. And there was, it, it was pretty fun in the early days, you know, when people like me and Dave Gilbert got their start doing that and like we would make these games where we tried to like have parallel stories happening and like one game would lead into the other game and things like that and then after a while i think i kind of abandoned the abandoned it and sort of most of the founding people sort of moved away from it and there was this period of time where there were people that were just making games constantly and i think the amount of games just ballooned but the problem was that a lot of them were I mean, not to be mean or anything, but some of them weren't as great quality as yeah. previous ones. And so, yeah, trying to kind of find the ones that were worth playing versus the ones that were just like obviously cobbled together as jokes became kind of difficult. And then after a while, it sort of just sadly stopped. But it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. Okay. I, I, that was like, I want to say like 2002 to 2003-ish maybe. So you could you could say that was the original Marvel cinema, cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah, sure. Before sure. before the Marvel cinematic universe, the, yeah, the, the exactly. reality reality and the norm cinematic yeah. universe. Yeah, and I made I want to say I made did I make three or four games? I think I made I was working on a fourth one that I never finished, but I made one about a pirate that comes to reality on the norm named Hooky McPegleg. Um, <laughs> And yeah, he becomes the postman because Dave had made a game where the postman was murdered and so there was a vacancy for the postman. So I thought, oh, let's make him the postman. So the whole joke was that he was Hooky McPegleg pirate postman, and, but he was also illiterate. So you had to learn how to read in order to properly <laughs> deliver the letters. It was very silly. That, well, it sounds interesting. Literate postman. That's uh, yeah. an interesting concept. Yeah, and I also made one called The Chef, about an Italian chef and his nudist brother who come to town and open a restaurant, and it was very silly as well. Okay, so, so most of those games were comedic games, were they? Comedy oh, yeah, games? no, they, they were definitely comedies. There was no, there were never any dramatic entries into reality on the norm that I can think of. So you guys probably just needed a Kevin Feige to look over everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was a snippet of my interview with Francisco Gonzalez. The full interview will be available on January 
the 4th, so keep an eye out on that. Uh, now, before I finish this intro episode, I want to talk very quickly about three adventure games that have been in the news the last uh, week or two. First game I want to talk about is Return of the Obra Din. Now, for those who don't know, Return of the Obra Din is from Lucas Pope, who made Papers, Please, one of the most original games of the last few years. And this game is set in an abandoned ship in 1805. You play as an insurance agent who has to investigate what happened in his ship. Nobody knows what happened, so you have to use deductive reasoning and process of elimination to find out what happened. And this game was nominated for Best Art Direction for the Game Awards, and last week, it won. Now, just to give you an idea of its achievement, the other games in this category were Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, and Red Dead Redemption 2. And yet Return of the Obra Dinn, which is an indie game, beat all these games in art direction. Uh, it's The art direction is retro monochrome. It's very hard to explain. The best thing to do is just to go online and check the screenshots for yourself and check a video to see exactly how it looks. In my opinion, it's well deserved. Also, Polygon.com, they talk about Return of the Obra Dinn. It's one of their games of the year. They say that this game is a masterpiece in detail, style and story. And Kotaku.com also uh, talk about Obra Dinn and name it as one of their best games of the year. And secondly, the second game I want to talk about is Unavowed. This game is a game made by Dave Gilbert and Wajidai, and it is an urban fantasy set in New York. It's similar-ish to the Dresden Files book series, so if you've read that that book or that series and you wanted something kind of similar, I would recommend Unavowed. I played it, I loved it, and it's in GameSpot.com. They have said that this game for them is their best point-and-click adventure game of the year. And I find it hard to disagree with that. And they talk about that in a video. They also talk about Return of the Obra Din, which they say is the most unique, compelling, and challenging game of the year. Or one of them, at least. And thirdly, the final game I want to talk about is The Walking Dead, the final season. Now, as most of you know... Telltale, who were developing The Walking Dead, the final season, they went out of business back in the summer, uh, midway through making the final season. They released two out of four episodes, and nobody really knew if they were going to finish uh, making the season. People had paid for the whole season, so it was difficult to know. You know, They wanted their money back, or they wanted the game to be finished, but Telltale had laid off most of the workers. But uh, Skybound Games Division, uh, Skybound is the company that publishes The Walking Dead comics. They got involved. They hired most of the team who were making The Walking Dead. And they're now going to finish the series. So episode 3, Broken Toys, is going to be released on 15th of January 2019. And there is a trailer of that game out as well. So I hope you enjoyed the first intro episode. If you are an adventure game developer and you would like to talk about your game, you feel free to contact me. You can uh, go to the website www.adventuregamespodcast.com forward slash contact me and you can write me a message there or you can follow me. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at adventgamepod. You can also follow me on Instagram at adventuregamespodcast or you can join the Facebook group. 
Also, you can search Adventure Games Podcast and you should find me there. Uh, so, I hope you enjoyed it. The first full episode with the full interview with Francisco Gonzalez will be up on January the 4th. So, until then, I hope you all have a very happy Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy holidays, of course, a very happy new year. And I look forward to talking to you all again. So, thank you. Goodbye. Thank you.